Good afternoon and good evening, wherever you may be listening. Thank you very much for tuning in to the All You Listening Now podcast. I am your host, Johnny, back at it again for another week. Hey, shout out to all the families out there that's getting that straight cash, homie, with that P-E-B-T card. And look, if you have kids and you qualify into that, you can save them coins you normally will use on food. It ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, man. Well, tell you what. Much like them parents getting that card, I've had a very, very good week. And I certainly hope you have as well. All right, so we'll start today's show. Much like I do every show, thank you everybody for tuning in. And also mentioning about my social media page on Facebook, which can be found at R-Y-L now. That's the word R spelled out, Y-L now on Facebook. If you enjoy the content you listen to here, want to see more posts from me or more things from me on a daily basis, I post things there when I'm not recording here. So if you have not already, go and like the page, give me a follow, do that. It'll really help me out. Also, I currently, the show is currently being played wherever podcasts are being played. So that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora Radio, you name it, I'm on it. For other people that may be trying to find the show that you maybe try to direct them to, they can certainly go to any of those sites and pull me up. Also, on those sites, they have a rating function in the comment section as well. So if you want to comment or rate the show, feel free and do it there as well. But on today's show, the NBA Finals that actually started um, just on yesterday. It's been a long season and it's finally here, the NBA Finals. So let me go ahead and get this out of the way and say that I was completely and utterly wrong and didn't see these two teams in the finals. If y'all remember, I had the Lakers in Brooklyn in the in the playoffs. And I believe that had there not been injuries to some of the major players with that team, that's what we would have got. But injuries are a part of the game, so I don't hold it against the Bucks or the Suns for taking advantage of it and actually getting to this game. There are a lot of pros to come out of this series as well for both franchises. Um, They'll both have the opportunity to win a championship for their teams uh, for the first time, certainly in our lifetime. I think each team has won a championship, but it's been a while. We will also get to see new players in this game, not named Steph or LeBron, which, of course, I think is quite entertaining in my opinion. And we'll get to see some of those players, since this is their first time in the finals, get to actually win their first ring. Giannis might finally break through and win, which would add to his legacy. Also, I don't think it's going to make him the best player in the world or anything, but people can stop saying that you can't win with him as your team's best player, because right now that's kind of the knock on him. Devin Booker for the Suns will get one of, honestly, 
Um, let me just say this about Devin Booker. I'm actually honestly very happy for that young man if he actually wins this one. The reason why is because I've always rooted for guys who, like Drake says, started from the bottom and now they're here. And honestly, you could say that actually fits every player in this entire series on both teams. But for Booker, who hadn't even been to the playoffs before this, he was really, really at the bottom for a while there, pretty much his entire career. So this ring would be huge for him. Oh, yeah. And then there's this guy called CP3, who's also in the finals. I'm sure you might have heard of him before, even if you're not a basketball fan. You may have seen him on many of his state phone commercials that are great. But CP3 might have the most to gain out of anyone in this series. And I actually want to talk about that for a little bit. I've heard many people say that Chris Paul, by winning this, could make him a top five point guard of all time. I had to really, really think about that because as of right now, as great as he is, historically, I can name a handful of point guards just off the top of my head who have had better careers than him so far, in my opinion. And just in no particular order, obviously, there's Magic, Steph, uh, J-Kid, Isaiah, the Big O, Bob Cousy, and you can even throw Steve Nash, two-time league MVP, in there if you uh, wanted to. And I might actually have um, forgotten a couple of folks in there, but those are just the people off the top of my head I could think who's had just as good, if not obviously better, careers than CP3. CP3 winning this final can change the way he's viewed in NBA history. He will slot himself in at the fifth spot for sure of point guards of all time with the win. He will never catch Magic, in my opinion, who's the greatest point guard of all time. I don't think he's ever going to catch Steph. He's never going to catch the Big O and even Isaiah Thomas. But he can put some distance between himself and guards like Nash and Kuzi. And in my opinion, Paul Vault, J. Kidd, who I currently have ahead of him and actually in my top five uh, point guards, if I guess if I did my list. The reason why he could is because even though they will both have a ring, CP3 has a good chance of winning finals MVP. And most people believe he is the reason Phoenix is there in the first place where Jay Kidd winning his ring back in 2011 with Dallas. Obviously, Dallas was not his team, nor was he the best player. That was Dirk. To circle back to the series and get off CP3 for a second, the series itself, to me, really boils down to if Giannis is healthy enough to play like himself or not. If he can, I give the Bucks a real good chance of winning. The team is bigger and longer than Phoenix overall, so they have a bunch of matchups that they could actually exploit. In game one, they tried to do some of this, but Giannis was clearly not 100%, so they could only do that so much. With him hampered, the rest of the players will have to step up and play better. Uh, Middleton, you know, played good Tuesday, but he got off to a slow start, which didn't help. And they didn't shoot the three ball that well, really, either. They did shoot it better than Phoenix, but Phoenix isn't really known to be a three-point shooting team anyway. 
They're going to need those to fall to make up for what Giannis can't do, even though Giannis did have 20 and 17 in that game. But again, I mean, Giannis, I think in this in these playoffs, has been averaging 30-plus points a game, so that's still well below his average. As far as the Suns go, if they aren't going to miss but one free throw, which is what happened on Tuesday, I only missed one, and their big three in CP3, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton continue to play like they did in game one, they're going to win the title. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. They're going to win. Each had over each had over 20 points. And then each one of them got to add to the game in a way that each one is special in. For example, Ayton was a monster on the glass and his defense was outstanding. Booker was being that professional scorer that he is. And then you had CP3 uh, not only controlling the game, he also had his impact on every aspect of the game with his timely scoring and his playmaking ability because he had nine assists in that game as well. If Milwaukee is going to win, they have to take away one of those things. Late in the game, they did cut the lead to single digits, but they allowed Phoenix Big 3 to continue to do their thing. And because of that, the game was pretty much wrapped up at that point. For this series, I'm going to go with Phoenix to win the title since I don't think that Giannis is going to be healthy enough. And I don't see them being able to stop the big three of Phoenix enough over a seven-game series. I think it will go six games. I think it's going to be a six-game series. But the Bucks just aren't going to do to this team what they were able to do to that young Hawks team. I can say with a Charles Barkley level of guarantee that the Larry O'Brien trophy is going to go down to the Valley of the Sun. And Chris Paul will get his first ring and solidify himself in that top five point guards of all time. All right, let me switch to this. All right, good people. It's been a little bit since I talked about something that you all know is near and dear to my heart, and that's setting ourselves up for financial success in the future and one of the things that we all think about or have thought about is that our word called retirement. I think we all agree that going, that getting to a point in our lives where we don't have to work and we get to kick back, put our feet up and do whatever we want is a place we all want to get to. Now, retirement doesn't have to be an age thing. It can be whenever you say it is, but of course, that's going to be determined by what and how much of a sacrifice you're willing to make to get there. Just to give you a quick um, number or point of reference, the average American making $50,000 a year will need about $1.8 million by the age of 65 to retire and keep that same level of living. So depending on where you are or how soon you want to retire, that number could be different for you. Because of that, I wanted to give four things that you need to avoid to be able to retire whenever it is you set that date to be. Now, before we get started, just remember, 
I'm not a financial advisor and I cannot tell you what to do with your money. These are just things that I am doing that has helped bring me some level of success. All right, so with the disclaimer out of the way, let's dive into these four things. My first uh, thing on the list, and the very first thing you need to do to be able to do this is avoid and get rid of debt. The simple reason for this is the more money you have that doesn't have to be used or budgeted to pay off debt, the more money you will have to be able to put back and save. If you have any debt right now, the faster you can pay it off, the better off you will be. I was able to, for example, just to you know, share a little bit about my journey, I was able to pay off all my credit card debt. And because of that, I've been able to put more on my student loans that I owe that I'm trying to get, you know, paid and read of now. I did, I did this by using a method um, that I think was actually made famous by Dave Ramsey to give him a plug called the debt snowball, which is paying off the smallest debt first, taking that money once you pay it off and put it on the next debt. And then you basically just keep doing that until your debt is gone. After you're out of debt and you have all that extra cash to put into an investment account, then you really start to accelerate your path to retirement. While you're doing this, also do not, I repeat, do not go get any more debt. And once you're out of debt, don't go back. And trust me, first step to winning. The second thing I want to point out is stop. And please, unless you do not have any other choice, and even then I need you to rethink it, please stop borrowing from your retirement money. I'm talking about your 401k, your company mass 401k, your Roth IRA, your mutual funds, etc. I can't tell you all how much money I have cost myself when doing this dumbness when I was young. I saw that option to withdraw or take a loan out. And since I didn't have much money at the time anyway, I thought it was a good idea to do this. And it just wasn't. For one, every one of these retirement accounts tied back to the stock market and the more money you have in there and the longer you leave it, it can make a huge difference to just how much money you will have at retirement age. If you don't think that taking out a thousand dollars here or a thousand dollars there doesn't matter, trust me, it does. There's a great tool on bankrate.com that will calculate, that will help you calculate your retirement. And on mine, with taking away just a thousand dollars from my current dollar amount that I have saved was a difference of about $10,000 in total over 18 years. And though $10,000 isn't a ton of money, that thousand I took out just cost me nine extra thousand dollars. And that's too steep of a price for me or honestly for anyone to pay for that matter. So I would advise against it. If you just need extra money, I would recommend working overtime at your current job if they're actually giving it out 
or even taking a second job for a little bit. So that way you don't have to rob your future today. My issue was I didn't follow my budget and it got me into trouble, which actually leads me to my next point in being able to retire, which is avoid going outside of your budget. Look, the key to any successful plan and making it come to fruition boils down to how often can you execute your plan without getting off the path. Look, I know, I know when you're going through the process is boring and flat out sometimes can just be not fun. Let me tell on myself for a second since I still do this right now. Um, having said that though, the thing that I do that gets, that helps keeps me and gives me back on track is my why, which y'all have heard me talked about on the show before. I do not want to have to work for anyone or anybody, and that's including myself, until I die. So over time, I have been able to build a good enough habit to stick to my budget. That way, I'm putting back the percentage of money I need to retire so I can ensure my goal will be reached. Also, by following your budget or if you don't have one, putting one in place today, you're going to have to get used to saying no. Say it with me. No. Now, no's are very, very hard to say. But trust me, the more you say it, you'll get used to it. Start with saying no to yourself with going outside of your budget. Do that. Tell yourself no when those when you want to impulse buy, when sales come up. And I guarantee you, if your friends come up wanting you to do something, or if a family member comes up and wants you to do something, or give them something that's outside of your budget, you'll easily be like, no, I can't do that. It's not within my budget. Let's get into number four. Last, and this is last, but certainly not least, for things to avoid so that way you can retire freely. And when you want is taking this mindset that is kind of popular nowadays, which is this lackadaisical approach to retirement and most things financial, really. Just get rid of that. Look, I'm not saying you have to have this panic mindset or go breakneck speed until you reach your point of retirement. But you also can have the opposite of this, and that's more of what I'm actually getting at. Having the money you will need to retire is simply a numbers game. And with that in mind, staying focused on putting back as much as you need is going to be your key to victory. If you're listening and you're in your 20s, and you think I'm young, so I'll wait to start saving until my, you know, until I'm 30. Or if you're 30 and saying, hey, I'll just wait until I'm 40, please start today. The sooner you start, the better. And thinking you're just going to get rich quick or going to come up on a lick as they say where I'm from, there's a chance that you might not. So Putting back now, whenever you can, at the age that you're at, will make a world of difference. If you can find just $100 a week or every two weeks 
to put back, you're going to be setting yourself up for major success. It might not seem like a lot, but it's better than nothing. Just continue to do that and you just wait and see how it adds up quick. I know these things aren't easy. We want to live in the moment. You know, like we say, look, I just didn't wake up to work and pay bills. Well, you're absolutely right. But to be able to to borrow a Dave Ramsey line, but to be able to live like no one else, right now you have to live like no one else. And if that means making some hard, some hard sacrifices, so that way later you can do that, that's what we're going to do. Because I want us to be able to enjoy our life, not have to continuously go through the rat race of paying off debt and borrowing more money to then have to pay off that. All right, good people. That's actually it for today's show. Man, it went by quick. Time flies when you're ha- with time flies when you're having fun. Whoop! Next week I will be back for another show. Again, if you like the show, go to my Facebook page at RYL Now. That's R spelled out YL Now on Facebook. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here. I'll talk to you all next week. Have a good week. Peace.